In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. It's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love real American boys! Hi, my name is Johnny and I use he, him pronouns. Hi, and I'm Kanchi and I use she, her pronouns. And we're here to talk about pronouns. What is a pronoun? A pronoun is how we identify ourselves apart from our name and it's also how people refer to us in conversations. Using the right pronouns is a really simple way to affirm someone's identity. It is a signal of acceptance and respect. If it's a signal of acceptance and respect, how do we go about creating a safe space for everybody that's a good question. A really good way to do that is to use inclusive language. Instead of saying something like, hey guys, you can say, hey everyone, or hey team. Yeah, and now that you say that, another way that we could show that we're allies and that we accept everybody is to maybe include our pronouns in our emails or like we just did, introduce ourselves using our pronouns. But what would I do if I uh, misgender someone? I think the first thing to recognize is that it's not the end of the world. You correct yourself and move on, or you accept the correction and move on. The most important thing I can tell you is do not put the burden of making you feel good about your mistake on the person that you just misgendered. Oh, thank you for telling me that. Yeah, and another tip uh, for you to remember their uh, pronoun next time, it's in your mind. Kind of go through a progression of three good things about the person using their pronoun. So let's say the person Ladies and gentlemen, you would think that's for children. You would think that the model that this video was trying to follow was that of maybe an instructional video on how to properly, uh, properly gender somebody, uh, and, and that would be for children because that looked like it might be for fourth graders, fifth graders, sixth graders. In all grades, it's wrong. But that is what you would think when you watch that. But you would be mistaken. Folks, that was a video <laughs> for the U.S. Navy. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not kidding you. That was a video for the U.S. Navy, a training video on how to properly use... Hi, oh, my excuse name is Johnny, me. and I use No, we don't want to hear from you again. How to properly gender somebody so that you don't... Um, risk offending them and that's for the u.s navy let me say that one more time that is a training video for the u.s navy so that they can create a safe space by using proper gender pronouns and it's modeled after 
a children's video. Not only do they think we're absolutely mind-bogglingly stupid, if that's even a word, but they're insulting our intelligence at every level. Meanwhile, turning every man in this country into a female and destroying anything about our culture for years and years to come. And this is why it is so dangerous to have our children around this stuff, folks. Because you would think that that's ba- that, that video is bad enough and that it's targeting your children, but it's actually targeting the parents of children. It's actually targeting the would-be future parents of children so they can brainwash them at a government level so that anytime they do have a child in the future, they will, uh, they will just teach them what they've learned from the United States military. That is for the U.S. Navy. Anyway, folks, you are locked and loaded right here on Live from America. Thank you very much for joining in with me this evening. It's always a pleasure to have you here. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, coming to you from the live free or die granite state of New Hampshire, and it is an honor and a blessing to be here with you five days a week, uh, Monday through Friday. And, of course, we have shifted from 10 to 11 on Fridays, on Real America's Voice News to make room for the one and only Ted Nugent. But it is a blessing to be here with you guys, and thank you all very much. Uh, I don't know about you, but when I joined uh, the military, we did not learn stuff like that. We learned how to survive. I was part of the National Guard. I wasn't wasn't the... um, I probably went in a little too early. I I was signed in by my father at age 17, uh, and I made some bad mistakes. But I was making a lot of mistakes at that time in my life. Uh, However... Videos like that is not what we learned, all right? The country is falling into chaos and is really uh, a hell in a handbasket under, under Democrat policies, under Democrat Marxist communist rule. And that's exactly what we're facing, folks. We're facing a country that, we've never, that, that is not familiar to us. We're not, we're not used to, I mean, I know we've seen it before, but we're not used to gas lines. We're not used to diesel shortages, gas shortages. We're not used to food shortages. We're not used to energy shortages. We're not used to tampon shortages. We're not used to baby formula shortages. And now we've got a cracker shortage. And no, I'm not talking about you, the saltine American, white, Caucasian, male or female out there. I'm talking about actual crackers, ladies and gentlemen, because now under communist Democrat rule, Lunchables are going to move from six crackers to five because there is a cracker shortage shortage in the country, forcing Kraft to cut from six crackers to five crackers. As you can see, crackers are definitely becoming the minority in the United States of America. I'm sorry. It's hey, it's evening. We got to have a laugh. You know what I mean? But definitely a cracker shortage. Uh, in the country, a tampon shortage, an energy shortage, a diesel fuel shortage, a baby formula shortage, build back better, better, right? More like broke back busted, more like broke back busted. I'd like to give some shout outs to some folks watching on rumble right now, if we can, by the way, follow the rumble page folks live from America. Follow the Rumble page. Rumble has become our home. When we got banned from everywhere, everywhere, Rumble gave us a home. We got banned from Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, Spotify, and, 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 and PayPal, and many others. By the way, I'm still waiting to hear back from PayPal because they owe Live from America $6,000. I've reached out to them. It was supposed to be June 10th, and we still not heard anything back. Big surprise. Big shout out to Lauren Cole watching on Rumble. How you doing? Terry Sue. By the way, we have sent Terry Sue her donation. Uh, it went out in the mail. I'm, I'm assuming it'll actually go out tomorrow because of the holiday that we're facing today. Um, <laughs> good to see you, Andy Henry. How you doing? Carla Reynolds is in the building on Rumble. Roxanne is watching on Rumble. How you doing? Larry Reha is in the building on Rumble. We've got 43 Gators watching. Good to see you. Bumblebee Patriot. We've got Claire 1964. We've got Lone Wrecker, Lona Wrecker in the building. I thought that said Lone Cracker. Pretty soon you would be. Uh, Brownie, 1264, and Nolan Wallace is also watching on Rumble. Let's shoot over to Getter real quick. If you're on my Getter page, it is Jeremy Harrell. We, uh, we're approaching 14,500 followers on Getter, so big shout-out, Getter. And, of course, the Real America's Voice News Getter 
Chat, which is always on fire. Miguel Ortiz is watching. Sherry, 2032. Forrest Trump, too. How you doing? Good to see you. Deplorable One. Angela Mayer is watching. Wendy R. Said, didn't even know it was a holiday today. It's not. It's a fake July 4th is what it is. It's, 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 it's a second Independence Day is what it's turned into. Um, so Suzanne watching. Let's go. Brandon is watching. Dree's Monkey is watching. And one more. Let's give it to uh, Bev 1958. Bev 1958. Now, before we go to the Lord today, folks, I do want to tell you that that Let's Go Brandon Trump store that got uh, that got demolished because of a crazed left-wing lunatic who drove through the front of the store. Actual friends of mine, we're going to have them on the, have him on the show this week, and then we're going to go down when they rebuild, and we're going to do a live performance from the Let's Go Brandon store uh, in New Hampshire as that crazed driver um, actually is going to make it so that the store comes out better than it was before it was even uh, demolished. But that's what happens when you're dealing with left-wing Marxists. Amen? All right, folks, let's get out the word of the day today as we read from Jesus Calling, the evening version. And then we go into the actual scripture that this devotional pulls from. June 20th, year of our Lord, 2022. I understand that many thoughts come and go unbidden. But you can control your thinking more than you realize. Train your mind to turn toward me frequently. Remembrance of who I am can brighten even your darkest times, blessing you with joy. And we all know there's a very big difference between joy and happiness. Amen. A a murderer can be happy murdering somebody. A rapist can be happy raping somebody. But true joy you only get with your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Matthew 1, 22 and 23 says, All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet Quote, the virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. And from John 8, 58, I tell you the truth, Jesus answered, before Abraham was born, I am. And before you turn out the light tonight, folks, take charge of your thoughts by reminding yourself of my presence in the present. That's why it's called that. Folks, please remove your hats if you're wearing one. Wherever you are in this country, whatever time it is, let's all go to the Lord together and say the Lord's Prayer. You ready? Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. It is an absolute honor to be able to pray with you guys twice a day, every day, Monday through Friday. It definitely inspires me to know that you guys are all out there saying the prayer with me. And folks, that is what we do every day to start out here on Live from America on Real America's Voice News. Got a new addition. Charlie Kirk is here with us now every day at noon. Got a heck of a group of patriots here, and we'll be right back right after this. All right, to my family, to my friends, to my awesome, awesome audience here on the live show. How you doing? It's good to see you guys all. I know that we are not on Facebook anymore live, but there should be a link shared over there to the Rumble or even the Getter live stream so that people can still watch You know, it's just not, um, Facebook is not for us. You know, they didn't want us there years ago, and I I don't want to go back there, you know. So I don't mind that everybody shares stuff there. I think I actually encourage it. I think it's great that we're sending the message back into the belly of the beast. But as far as giving Facebook more minutes of viewership and airtime, I'm not with that. So I do apologize for all the people. Please bring back Marjorie Taylor Greene. She's a strong voice and can address the House soon-to-be November election fraud. We will. We, I actually reached out to Marjorie last week. We're, we're scheduling her back on. Folks, as you know on this, on this uh, show, LFA, um, I'm not a big guest person. I do like to have guests on, don't get me wrong, but I'm not like most other show hosts that need a guest or want a guest every day. Um, I just think that's a... It, for a lot of show hosts, it's, a, it's, it's great that they built a model where they have guests all day, but I do know a lot of people just fill time. 
and I'm not a time filler. I've got a lot to say. I do a lot of research, and uh, I, I want to give you guys what's, what's going on out there. Now, if, if there's a reason to have a guest on, or if there's somebody really making moves or somebody that needs a bump, uh, then we, I love having them on. But just as a, as a rule of thumb, I'm not a big guest uh, having kind of show. Uh, but I will tell you, we, uh, we now have everybody locked in for LFA TV. It will be eight hours of programming every day with two specials every week. Um, six different TV hosts on LFA TV. Um, I will be the, um, actually there's seven different hosts. Excuse me, six, seven hosts. Anyway, we're all locked in folks and we've got a great diverse crowd of uh, men, women, age groups, color of skin, and that, and that wasn't uh, on purpose. That's actually the, the people that God directed me towards. So I cannot wait. We are, we're looking at November, I mean, excuse me, September 1st as a launch date for LFA TV, which means that all day there will be programming from passionate, red, white, and blue-blooded Americans. A lot of them are rejects from other mainstream media TV companies, meaning that they were not allowed to be themselves So they either got fired or they left on their own. So we truly will be the island of misfit toys. You know what I mean? We will be the island of misfit toys, and I love it. I love it because we are all the same here. The people that watch me are the same as me. We all live very similar lifestyles. I've met a good majority of you uh, on the road, and I can just promise you that the people that we're bringing in to do LFA TV all day long look at the world pretty much the same way you do, might out of different eyes from a different soul. But they look at it the way you do. So I'm truly, truly excited um, uh, to, to bring that to you guys. How much is Pure Flix? I watch Rise TV. I think Pure Flix is only $10 a month, too. Might even be less than that. I, I know we have Pure Flix at home and Rise. Jeremy, we would love to see you interview Elon Musk. Work your magic, brother. Well, those days are coming, and so are President Trump days. Right now, though, um, we're focusing on getting LFA TV uh, off the ground, filled with truth. I only pay $8 a month for Pure Fix, said Wendy. So, yeah, there you go. So, between the two of them, you pay just as much as you do for uh, less than Netflix, to be honest with you. All right, folks, if you would, rumble, rumble, rumble. Sign into Rumble just to rumble the video, like it, and then you can, uh, and then you can if you're watching on Getter, go back. But we're looking for the rumbles. Let's start the show out strong. Here we go. And welcome back to Live from America, right here from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire. I'm Jeremy Harrell, and it's a blessing to be here with you guys. Thank you so very much. Are you ready to rumble? I'm ready to get the show off the, ro- off the ground and ready to, uh, to get moving. So lift your cups up, and let's have our first slurp of the evening. And here we go. The U.S. Army. I showed you the cold open of the U.S. Navy in their weird uh, propaganda training video on how to properly gender somebody which i thought that was very clear just you know just by looking at somebody but anyway let's move from the navy to the army because the u.s army is now teaching west point cadets racist anti-american critical race theory including addressing people's whiteness the military's gone woke a long time ago and the pentagon is in on this folks i told you our military is 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 done the, the people at the top, the top brass, the, the swamp creatures in the Pentagon, they are basically turning our military into some of the weakest fighting force on the planet, and they're doing it strategically. They are strategically weakening our military the same time they're weakening our country so that we will never have a, uh, never have a chance in defending ourselves against an attack on the mainland. But the U.S. Army is teaching West Point cadets anti-American racist Critical race theory according to new documents obtained by Judicial Watch and Tom Fitton. The new documents obtained by Judicial Watch through a FOIA request, a lawsuit, excuse me, show the CRT includes addressing whiteness. Judicial Watch received over 600 pages of documents from the two lawsuits that were levied after the Department of Defense did not comply with the legally binding requests for the documents, which they always do nowadays. You ever notice that? I don't know if you've ever put in a FOIA request or if you've ever been, you know, working with somebody who's put in a FOIA request, but you're supposed to, in a timely manner, get back anything that, is not re- that has not been redacted. 
in a timely manner. I wish some people, it's, it's, it's a shame nowadays, folks, that we have to actually go in and, and, and make sure we define things like timely manner or, or define words like adequate as if you don't know the, the actual definition for that. And that's what lawyers have done to this world. They've screwed up everything by saying, well, wait a minute, wait a minute. What does that actually mean? Well, what does adequate mean in any other conversation, numb nuts? Anyway, the documents reveal that the Army officers in training are receiving lessons on CRT, which included lessons on addressing whiteness, as well as the application of CRT when answering questions. Quote, in order to understand racial inequity or inequality, excuse me, and slavery, it is first necessary to address one's whiteness, one slide reads. The slide goes on to claim that whiteness is a, uh, is a location of structural advantage, of racial privilege, and is a, quote, standpoint or place from which white people look at themselves and the rest of society and refers to, quote, to a set of cultural practices that are usually unmarked and unnamed quote do you think affirmative action creates an environment for reverse discrimination one question reads use crt to support your answer what is the difference between desegregation versus integration another question from the slide titled conundrums of uh, integration and it asks, how would you apply a tenant of CRT to this idea? So basically, they're teaching them CRT, and then they're telling them when, where, how, why, uh, and how much of CRT to apply to that situation or scenario that they might find themselves in. Do you want to know who's not going to give a good you-know-what-about-CRT? Do you want to know who's not going to care about CRT or any kind of racial inequality or inequity ever in the world? The enemy. The enemy. Anybody in any other country that's fighting the United States of America and is at war with soldiers, they are not going to give a rat's you-know-what about racial inequality and CRT teaching. So I highly doubt that whatever you learn on how to apply CRT into your current scenario or situation when bullets are flying by your head or killing your friend who's right next to you, I doubt it's going to apply. But this is our Pentagon nowadays. And this is why we need somebody strong like a Donald Trump back in there to clean house. And when I mean clean house, I mean walk in on day one. Everybody's fired from everywhere that I can actually fire, says President Donald J. Trump. Additionally, slides from the Army memo claim that white Americans have primarily benefited, benefited excuse me, from civil rights legislation that racism is ordinary, and that race is socially constructed as well as address queer theory and policy in another slide. And another slide titled By the Numbers includes a graphic titled Modern Day Slavery in the United States juxtaposed with claims that black Americans are, quote, less likely than whites to receive recommended medical screening tests or receive a job promotion while being more likely than white Americans to be murdered, incarcerated, or live, quote, below the poverty line. Do you want to know why they, quote, live below the poverty line and why that they are subject to more murders or incarcerations? It's because the United States government has built and segregated societies in which the minority communities have always been stuck in and lived in and we created, the not we, but the, country, the government created the problem and now is trying to give the solution. But the solution is not going to be the fix to the problem. Do you want to know what the fix to the problem is? Good old-fashioned American dreams, capitalism society where you can make yourself whatever you want to be. I can ask any of my black, brown, or Latino friends who are, by the way, all successful how they got there and not one of them tell me because the white man gave it to me. They went out there and they got it themself. Look at Judge Joseph Wood. He was a foundling. He was left for dead in an alley in the south side of Chicago on a wintry night with nothing more than a blanket to cover his infant body. And he became wildly successful. So don't give me the crap that the white man is stopping everybody from being successful. If they're not successful, it's because they are lazy or they don't have the proper guidance to get them out of bad situations. And maybe that's where we look. How about fatherless homes? How about the way the United States government 
has incentivized people to kick out the dad so they can give them welfare and food stamps. All you can eat buffet. Unbelievable what's going on in our military. Now, speaking of our military, let's talk about the courage of a former Navy SEAL and a current U.S. Senate candidate, Eric Greitens. Because we here on Live from America, we like to do a segment called Rhino Hunting. And Eric Greitens decided he was going to take rhino hunting to a whole new level and put it in his new campaign video. So without further ado, let's go to our favorite segment here on Live from America, which has quickly become the rhino hunting segment. Let's play that if we can. I'll make you famous. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back in our rhino hunting segment. We've got my Safari Jack Black hat on. And let's go quickly, if we can, to the video in question. Now, what's the video in question? Well, the video is Eric Greitens new video of rhino hunting, which I absolutely love, in his campaign video. And I think, ladies and gentlemen, that he is completely on point with this ad. Check this out. We're going rhino hunting. The rhino feeds on corruption and is marked by the stripes of cowardice. Join the MAGA crew, get a rhino hunting permit. There's no bagging limit, no tagging limit, and it doesn't expire until we save our country. Woo! Rhino hunting permit. Get yours today at www.ericgreitens.com. Conservative, outsider, and Navy SEAL. Look, I spent some time with Eric Greitens, and I got to tell you, the guy is really an up-and-up guy. He's really looks you in the eye, shakes your hand, has a normal conversation with you face-to-face. I love it. I love the fact that he put this out. But as you can tell, left-wing Marxist communist Democrats have pulled their hair out, put on their pink hats, screamed to the sky to do anything to try to stop Eric Greitens from putting out that kind of a, uh, an ad. So um, <laughs> in Eric Greitens' fashion, he has responded, or his campaign has responded anyway. The video has gone viral since it posted at 8.30 a.m. And with well over a million views on Twitter, the Greitens campaign is encouraging supporters to become rhino hunters. Facebook reportedly took the ad down for violence. And, uh, of course, they're, they're lumping him in with the, uh, you know, the terrorist aspect of things because that's what they do. Um, but anyway, Ch- Twitter has chosen to leave up the ad, uh, but with a disclaimer and limitations on sharing and commenting. Uh, but anyway, uh, Eric Greitens uh, responded to the criticism uh, from former, I mean, from uh, Representative Eric Swalwell, who, who commented, let's place the blame for this violent ad where it belongs, at the doorsteps of Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell. They have failed to confront and condemn the MAGA radicals of their party. Now it's out of control and threatens everyone's freedom. Greitens mockingly replied, did Fang Fang write this? <laughs> you know Fang Fang, the Chinese spy that, er- that, uh, that uh, Sw- Eric Swalwell was, was sleeping with uh, on a regular basis? Did Fang Fang write this? I love the Greitens campaign. They said, woke, weak rhinos have surrendered to the radical leftists at every turn. We'll send them rhinos home and replace them with true America first fighters. That's right. That's right. You should be afraid, Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy. You think those guys are going to rein us in? Do you honestly think that Kevin McCoward and Mitch McChina have the power, the guts, or the stamina, or the goal, or the support to rein in the GNP? No, no, no. Say goodbye to the GOP. Say hello to the GNP, baby. And we're just getting started. And I'm just getting started right here on Live from America on Real America's Voice News. So I know it's late, but drink some more coffee. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Right after this. What do you guys think about that rhino hunting video? Do you think it went uh, over the line? Or do you think that he had every right in the world to make that and he's just fine? Let me know in the comment sections. They're just jealous of MAGA, says Heather. You are, uh, you are completely right. They are just jealous. Does anyone know, don't know what that means? Sorry. 
Those two are the first to be hunted. Yeah, I know. I know. It's funny that Eric Swalwell's like, this is Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy's fault. Oh, uh, we hunt them first. What are you talking about? What are you talking about this? What's going on with Bobby Driver? Is Bobby okay? I see prayers for Bobby. We got you. God's got you. Bobby, I don't know what's going on, but I love you. We got you. Whatever it is, let us know. We'll pray for you, okay? Meemaw Becky says, you're amazing, Jeremy. Love this show. I love this show, too. I have a blast doing this show. I'm not going to lie. Jeremy, it is my daughter Jessica's 18th birthday. (laughs) Well, then you know what time it is. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Jessica. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, Jessica, 18 years old. Guess what? You won't be able to buy a gun pretty soon until you're 21. But anyway, happy birthday. We love you, and we hope you have a great day, okay? All right, let's come back from this commercial break and kill it, as usual. Here we go. And we're right back here on Real America's Voice News, live from America. Jeremy Harrell, live free or die, Granite State in New Hampshire. We are MAGA first, ladies and gentlemen, and we are the MAGA squad here on Real America's Voice News. <laughs> I can't believe Eric Swalwell is blaming Kevin McCarthy and Mitch McConnell for not reining us in. Are you kidding me? The only one that could rein us in is God himself. Trump couldn't even rein us in at this point. We're unleashed and we're untethered and we know no bounds. What are you talking about? Anyway, folks, let's get back into it. Everyone in America right now, everyone in America right now, except maybe the purple-haired street freaks, but usually pretty much everybody else understands that regardless, if they believe that Joey Applesauce was legitimately or illegitimately uh, elected as the resident of the United States of America, one thing that we all know is that the majority of this country and the world are so sick and tired of left-wing Marxist, communist, globalist policies that it doesn't matter if they believe that Joey Applesauce was legitimately elected or not because they're not going to vote for him again. Now, there are a few people in society, a few big-name people that we have to thank for this, at least for having the guts to come out as a big-named, pretty left-wing person and say, you know what, I don't think I'm a left-wing person anymore. I think my party's left me behind. And we have pretty much some unlikely people to thank. Joe Rogan, number one. Joe Rogan was one of the first big, massive names to come out and say, hey, this Biden administration is crazy. There's something wrong with them. They attacked me over ivermectin. They attacked me over just simple stuff that my doctor told me to do. These people are nuts. And then they had a big, huge, what? smear campaign on Joe Rogan to get him kicked off Spotify. So he was one of the first big voices to actually get it out there to the public and say, you know what? It's okay to criticize this administration and it's okay to admit that you were wrong. Let's look at Bill Maher. Bill Maher's been doing it quite a lot lately. Now, I don't think Bill Maher is going to run out and vote for President Trump. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that he had a very, very left-wing, left-leaning audience. I would say actual true liberal audience who are now not even really claiming themselves as liberals anymore because this left-wing jihad squad communist Marxist swamp donkey group has really just taken the party away from the Democrats and the true liberals, the blue dog Democrats and the true liberals. Now, look at Elon Musk. Elon Musk has never voted uh, Republican in his life, admittedly. The first time he voted for Republican was just last week and then put out a big statement saying he would vote for, uh, for Ron DeSantis, if Ron DeSantis were to run for president, in which Ron DeSantis replied, it's nice to have the support of an African-American, which was the best mic drop line of the day, probably of the month. But anyway, let's move on because Elon Musk is still out there talking bad about the, uh, the, the Biden administration. And now he says the influence behind the Democratic Party is, quote, next level insanity. Now, I'm not saying that I'm an Elon Musk fan, especially because of his whole transhumanism thing that he wants to do and make everybody robots. However, he's been pretty on point when it comes to uh, clashing with the Biden administration, and he wields a massive, massive uh, crowd of youngsters, I would say in between the age of 8 and 25, that love this guy. Like I said, they think he's Tony Stark for crying out loud. So his opinion does matter. 
Last week, Elon Musk's, the, te- the Tesla SpaceX Starlink CEO, maybe soon to be Twitter, who knows, gave an interview where he called out the union's stranglehold on the Democratic Party, calling it next-level insanity. During the long-hour interview, Musk criticized the Democrat Party, their relationship with labor un- unions, and Tesla's exclusion from a White House electric vehicles event because the company is not unionized, even though electric cars would not be what they are today without Elon Musk and Tesla. Let's just call a spade a spade. Musk took particular issue with the Democratic Party's strong relationship with union leadership. Quote, the general public is not aware of the degree to which unions control the Democratic Party. I've been saying that for years. One does not need to speculate on this point. Musk's two largest enterprises, Tesla and SpaceX, are not unionized because he wants to be able to be in control and fire these morons when they run their mouth about Musk, which he's finding out more and more. Musk attributes this decision not to unionize to the negative unemployment in the Bay Area. The employees at either company have multiple other job opportunities they could pursue, he claims. Last year, this is a quote, Biden held an EV summit where Tesla was explicitly not allowed to come. But the United Auto Workers was. So Tesla has made two-thirds of all the electric vehicles in the United States, but we don't get to go to the White House to talk about the technology. So deliberately excluding us from the EV summit at the White House, but including the UAW, tells you everything you need to know, he said. They have so much power over the White House, talking about the unions, that they can exclude Tesla from an EV summit, which is absolutely insane. He goes on to say that their policies are absolute nutcase and these people are insane and they are insane. And anybody who votes to go back to prison after they get out of prison is insane. That's what it's that's the equivalent of a person voting democrat after they've seen what this democrat party has done to this country in just 2 years, folks. In just 2 short years, they have absolutely and not even 2 short years, less than 2 years they've destroyed this country. But like President Trump said over the weekend, everything that Biden has done can be undone really quickly once we get the House and the Senate. And then went on to say, and by the way, I never endorsed McCarthy for Speaker of the House just for his congressional seat. Leads me to believe that President Trump might have that speakership up his sleeve. And now, folks, because people like that are speaking out and Democrats and independents are waking up and running back to the Republican Party or at least running to the Republican Party as fast as they possibly can, it's not just voters. It's actual lamestream fake news media, too, as they've all seen the bottom fall out of their stupid loser corporations because nobody wants to be fed lies anymore. They've been forced to do one thing and one thing only, go back to the truth. Well, how about that? How about that? I'd like to highlight, if I could, a little bit of the mainstream media lately going at the Biden administration saying, whoa, 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 whoa. We're not happy with you. Give us answers and give us answers now. Check this out, ladies and gentlemen, as uh, NBC reporter goes uh, and spars with Mean Gene Kareem, the White House press secretary, because he's trying to get answers. And even the fake news media is done with this administration because they've realized that all of their propping up of this administration has not been reciprocal, meaning that they have not been propped up in their viewership. Check this out. This is pretty incredible, actually. Yeah, Peter. I want to follow up on a couple questions. First, the AP asked you the first question out of the case was when the president was last tested. We just yep. didn't get an answer to that. You I said did. It was a I gave. I, it's a regular cadence. That's what we do. We will share this. We will share per CDC uh, when he is a close contact and he has not been a close contact. If he were a close contact, we will let you know. Again, I'm just confused because in the past you guys have always told us the date of the most recent test. So why can't you tell us the date of the most well, recent test? Well, right now test? I'm telling you he has a regular cadence. I just don't have a date to share with okay. you. But he does have a regular weekly cadence. We as soon as you find out today, your staff we will, will share ha- with us we will be transparent tests. about that. But he does have a weekly cadence. I just don't have a day in front of you of when he was last tested. As soon as you go back there and find out the day, you'll share with us. You're saying I'm not saying that. I'm telling you that he has a weekly cadence. That's my question. Why has that changed? Because in the past, it's, they always it, told us. Well, in the we have always said it's a weekly cadence. We have always said that. But Jen would say it happened on Tuesday. Just yesterday, he had a test, or on Sunday, he was tested. It was negative. But. But he hasn't been a close contact. What we have said now is that if he is a close contact, 
according to the CDC, what close contact of that definite, the definition of a close contact, we will share that with you. And then that's when his testing cadence would change. His testing cadence have not changed. He gets tested every, once a week. I don't have the date in front of in front of me at this time. So he gets tested once a week. That's because in the it's past it's weekly. Been more it's a weekly. That. No, it actually has never. It's always been a weekly cadence of he's, getting tested. So he's only been tested once a week for the entirety of the time. The that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> Look at Peter what I'm Ducey. saying is what we normally do is he gets test. He gets tested. Peter's weekly, loving it. And that's been that's been Watch his, his face. as as when he's talking to as in coordination with his with his doctor. There has been time where he's tested more than that because we've traveled. When we traveled, we've all had to uh, take tests as we're traveling or other things. Or when he went to uh, the White House Correspondents Dinner, we had to we had to test as well. So sometimes it's not once a week. But I'm saying to you right now, it's a weekly testing cadence. That's what we do as it's as is it's coordinated with his doctor. Okay. Please, please understand that we're requesting to know as soon as you can. Tell us when the most recent test was. Acknowledging it's a recent test. Let me ask you. We saw the letter. Well, that I already, I'm already telling you he's get tested. Okay. <laughs> Did you see Peter Ducey? Peter Ducey was loving every single bit of that, sitting there just laughing, smiling. It's nice to see somebody else other than Peter Ducey hold these people accountable. That's the great thing about it. That's the great thing about it. Um, I'm just reading some of your comments here. Everybody's laughing. Now, that wasn't it. Somebody, a reporter today, that was Friday. Now, a reporter today spoke with Joey Applesauce, and Biden snapped back at the port reporter with, a, with, a, with such a stupid, like a jerk statement. You know what I mean? Like, he can't answer any question normally, so he's got to be a jerk and be a wise guy. But this reporter's question was actually pretty serious. He was asking Biden about... Uh, economists forecasting a major recession. And Biden's like, oh, you sound like a Republican politician. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. True international depression. But again, it's nice to see Republicans actually taking the Biden administration to task. Check this out. I, 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 I even more likely than ever. Not the majority of them aren't saying that. Come on, don't make things up, okay? Now you sound like a Republican politician. I'm joking. That was a joke. That was a joke. But all kidding aside, no, I don't think it is. Oh, uh, now you sound like a Republican politician. No, that was a joke. That was a joke. That was a joke. What do you mean starting to sound like a Republican politician by calling you out? So calling you out all of a sudden means that you're a Republican politician? See, more reporters are going to start doing this. And when they do, you're going to see Nancy Pelosi's teeth fall out. You're going to see Biden get so stumbled he's going to pass out. It's going to be wonderful. And it is coming, folks. It is coming. People are sick and tired of the lies. They're feeling it in their wallet. They're feeling it at home. Their kids are feeling it. Whether you got an R and D in front of your name, if you vote D, then you're a dummy. We'll be right back right after this. But it is nice, isn't it? So you only talk to Democrats? Who's saying that to LFA producer? Uh, oh, yeah, for the Republican politician. Yeah, exactly. And you're supposed to be a representative for the whole United States. You're supposed to represent everybody, by the way. The only joke is Joe Biden himself says Bobby Driver. Let's go over to see what Getter is saying about that. Um, the news sites aren't getting their share. They'll turn. That I would pay for, seeing, their teeth, seeing her teeth fall out. Yeah, so would I. I would pay to see Nancy's teeth fall out right in her vodka cup. He's so worthless and embarrassing, says Heidi Pfeiffer. Cherokee goes like this. That's that, that's that aloha sign. I agree with you guys. I agree 100% with you guys. It is very embarrassing to have somebody like that represent us, whether, whether they're a Democrat or a Republican. It's very embarrassing. Um, let's go from this commercial and go right back into the show. Here we go. Welcome back to Live from America, guys. It is a, it's an honor to have you guys here, guys and girls, guys, gals, theys, them, whoever's watching, I appreciate you being here. And I also appreciate when you guys use my promo code LFA on MyPillow.com and BraveAmerican.com. If, uh, if you want to check out a really cool site after the show, go type in BraveAmerican.com and you are going to see tons of home decor outside and inside, patriotic decor uh, that you can put on your doorstep, that you can put on your front door, you can put on the side of your house, inside your house. Great Christian uh, metalwork and artwork and woodwork that you can put up for decor. Check out Brave American and also check out the big, huge deals on MyPillow.com and help Mike Lindell now that he's been canceled again. 
buy Walmart. Who cares? We don't need Walmart anyway. And use promo code LFA to help out the show. Okay, guys? All right. Let's go global for a minute. Let's leave the confines of the United States of America and go global since we're talking about people waking up. Like I said, it's not only the mainstream media. It's not only people in America, whether they're independents or whether they're uh, uh, Democrats or whatever. It's also, folks, other people in other countries. People are running away from leftist, Marxist, communist, globalist policies. They just don't want them. The world understands that under left-wing Democrat policies worldwide, COVID was 10 times worse than it actually had to be. They knew that the numbers were skewed. They knew that the, 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 the problem could not be worse than the cure, which Donald Trump said many, many times. And now people are just sick and tired of not only the, the COVID-19, whether you believe it was manufactured in Wuhan and then released on purpose or not, it was still handled very, very horribly by left-wing politicians and their policies worldwide. So we're talking about world economies and we're talking about world inflation. Well, let's talk about what the world feels about left-wing globalists. Because in Israel and France, the people are speaking out. I told you last week that Israel might see the return of Benjamin Netanyahu and that day might be coming closer than you'd think as Israeli's Prime Minister, Bennett's office, says the government will be disbanded and the nation is going to go to new elections, as we announced last week. Today, Prime Minister Naftali Bennett's office announced that this, uh, that this weakened coalition would be disbanded and the country would head to new elections this fall, which would mark their fifth election in just three years. In a joint statement, Bennett and Lapid said that they would bring a bill to dissolve the Nesset uh, to a vote next Monday. The election could result in a return of power by longtime Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, now the opposition leader. Since taking office last year, Bennett has struggled to keep his unruly coalition of eight parties together. The party has not had a majority in parliament for over two months due to multiple exits. Long story short, whether you like Netanyahu or not, because we have a very different American opinion of him as Israelis uh, and their opinion of him. But long story short, people are running away from globalist, left-wing, crazy insanity, and they're running back towards common-sense policies, peace-through-strength policies, and people who know what in the H-E double hockey sticks they are doing. Now let's move to France, because it happened in France as well. In a major blow to Macaroni's supermajority, excuse me, Macron's supermajority, he has now lost absolute majority in the French parliament as of yesterday. French President Emmanuel Macaroni lost his absolute majority in parliament by a wide margin yesterday in a political blow that will complicate his leadership at a time when Europe faces profound challenges prompted by the fake war in Ukraine, which happens to be the most boring war on the planet because people are actually going to the beach in Kiev. We reported that last week. Macaroni's party and his allies won 245 seats, according to an analysis by French public broadcaster, France Televisions, Televisions, based on the official results, while the far right made unexpected gains. Macaroni would have needed 289 seats for an absolute majority that would have allowed him to completely govern without any, any uh, pushback whatsoever and without having to build a coalition or um, alliances with political opponents. The outcome of the vote, one of the worst results for an incumbent French president in recent history, could slow down and hinder Macaroni's ability to implement the platform he was reelected on in April. Although French presidents wield more power over foreign policy and other areas than, than their counterparts in many other European countries, he still relies on the lower house of parliament for many of his important projects. Long story short, it's going to be gridlock for Macaroni in France. We're sick and tired of him. We're sick and tired of, uh, of, 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 of the leadership in the UK. We're sick and tired of the leadership in Israel. We're sick and tired of this fake globalist leadership around the world, and we're doing something about it. We are rising. We are sick and tired of it, and we are rising. Now, folks, we want to come back to the United States because we've got a very, very important decision that we are waiting 
on SCOTUS to hand down. Now, I know that we are waiting on major rulings coming in the way of the Second Amendment and your ability to own the firearms that God gave you as a right to protect yourself from would-be robbers, rapists, murderers, yes, to hunt, and most importantly, to fight back a tyrannical government that has taken too much power in our United States of America, and I think we're already there. We're also waiting on a major ruling for, um, for the destruction of Roe v. Wade, which is the Dodd case. We're waiting on that as well, but this is another ruling and a decision that we're waiting on that not a lot of people are talking about. The Supreme Court appears poised to take on the issue of how much courts can interfere with the constitutional rights of state legislatures to set the rules of elections in their states. A case that would dramatically reshape battles over redistricting and ballot access in states such as North Carolina and Pennsylvania, where the high state courts are dominated by Democrats. Republican-led legislatures have grown frustrated by some election opinions judges have issued and affirmed. The AP reported that four of the high courts, uh, four of the high courts conservative-leaning justices have expressed interest in deciding whether state courts should have the power to change federal election laws. In March, um, Justice Brett Kavanaugh wrote that the issues will keep rising until the court definitively resolves it. Four of the nine high court justices must agree to hear the case. Along with Kavanaugh, Justices Clarence Thomas, Samuel Alito, and Neil Gorsuch have also expressed interest in the case. The court may decide as soon as this week whether it will hear an appeal filed by North Carolina Republicans that challenges a state court ruling that threw out the congressional district maps drawn by the state's General Assembly. The North Carolina Supreme Court ruled that the map violated state constitution provisions protecting free elections and free association by establishing lines that would likely yield GOP victories. The map is being used the map that is being used gives Democrats a much greater chance at winning about half of the state's districts. Quote, activist judges and allied plaintiffs have proved time and time again that they believe state courts have the ultimate say over congressional maps, no matter what the U.S. Constitution says. North Carolina Senate leader Phil Berger said, or Berger said in March when the appeal was filed. Pennsylvania similarly has selected a, a map that Republicans say will likely lead to the election of more Democrats. Pennsylvania Republicans have also appealed this decision. So should the court eventually... Take this on and hear this. This could mean big, big wins for Republicans and state uh, red uh, legislatures around the, uh, across the country. It would mean that these uh, these uh, these high courts in the state do not have the ability to just shut down one party because they're already compromised. And that is a good thing. So hopefully by the grace of God, we will hear that rule. They'll take that up and we'll hear that ruling this year. And we'll also hear those other rulings that we're waiting for. Long story short, folks, we have got, we have got to make sure that we keep fighting. We have got to make sure that our legislators in each one of our states hear our concerns, which is why folks, I am running for state rep right here in New Hampshire. If you are watching and you're in New Hampshire and you want to help me win, just reach out to me and I will tell you when and how and where we're starting to really canvas and get out there and talk to the people. Again, vote Jeremy Harrell on November 8th for state representative here in New Hampshire. I promise you, I won't let you down. I will, go, I will help uh, represent my community the, the best way I can. I will hear from both sides, but I'm always going to take a God, uh, a faith guided path. And I'm always going to take the path of common sense and not stupidity. If I, if I, if I believe that, that, that what you're trying to get across is just out of the box, stupid, then I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to take your issues to the state, but I will listen to all parties and if something, is, if something is put forward in a common sense way, then of course we will, we will talk about compromising because that's exactly what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to come together united if there's common sense approach, if there's a common sense approach to it.
We've got one more break to take here on Live from America. We will be right back with more here on Real America's Voice News right after this. Stay tuned. Guys, it's been a great Monday with you. Uh, Bobby Driver says, I pray you win. You know, if God wants me to win, I'll win. I'm going to get out there and I'm going to do as much as I possibly can. My kids are going to help me. I've got great support here. We are in a liberal area, but it doesn't matter. You're preaching to the choir. We're already with you. Well, when we do the Real America's Voice News show, it reaches uh, a further audience. And we get a lot of first-time viewers in. So that's why I, 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 did, I showed people that. I've been multitasking like crazy. Sorry, I wasn't here much. It's okay, Lacey. We love you. We love you. I wish I could vote in New Hampshire. So do I. So do I. Jeremy, if you win your race, will you still have time to do your show? 100%. I've already made sure that's going to happen. Now, when we're in session, I may have to, I may have to, uh, to Skype in and do, uh, do my report from, from down there. Uh, but session, state rep in New Hampshire, your time isn't taken up as much as you think. So, yes, definitely. Um, Ooh, I tore my rotator cuff. Took five weeks before I got someone. I tore my rotator cuff in, uh, in, in, in high school during football. And let me tell you, that is not, that is not fun. Can you mail us a ballot? <laughs> Why not? It should, it sounds legal, right? Maybe I'll just mail everybody ballots. By the way, folks, I do, I do appreciate all your rumble rants coming in. They do go towards good causes, like keeping our producer and helping make sure that we can do LFA TV. We need our producer in order to do it. We can't keep him uh we can't keep him employed. We definitely can't do it. So definitely keep supporting that way. Did you skip the five o'clock show last week? No, it was our week to not have a five o'clock show. This week we're on. All right, let's come back and get uh, get the show finished up. Here we go. Thank you very much for being with us here tonight on Real America's Voice News Live from America, folks. We've got two good stories. To leave you with the first coming out of the great state of Iowa. I love Iowa. I've got a lot of family in Iowa, but let's go ahead and talk about it. Since we're talking about state Supreme Courts and what they decide, let's talk about what just was decided in Iowa as the Iowa Supreme Court rejects that abortion is a fundamental right. Ooh, let's get them. You can't beat God. The Iowa Supreme Court ruled Friday that the state's constitution does not include a fundamental right to murder babies. The ruling was a reversal from a decision in 2018 that said Iowans have a right to abortion under the state's constitution. The decision from the court came after Planned Parenthood challenged a 2020 law creating a 24-hour waiting period for women seeking an abortion in the state. The law was enjoined by a federal district court judge. The majority opinion said the court's previous ruling establishing a constitutional right to an abortion, quote, insufficiently recognized that future human lives are at stake. It sent the case back to lower courts for reconsideration. Folks, none of that would have happened if Planned Parenthood didn't try to get more than they, that they, than they needed. If Planned Parenthood didn't try to flex their muscle and do more than, they, uh, than, they, uh, than the previous ruling said, then this never would have happened. So they opened their mouth, they ran their mouth, and they shouldn't have, and this is what happens. And that's why the God is in charge, folks, and he's doing great things behind the scenes. Here's some more good news. The, the Planned Parenthood, right in the little city that I live in, New Hampshire, is also closing. Let's continue to close these baby-murdering sites, folks, and let's pray to God every time we get a win in that uh, in those situations, right? All right, now let's go down to the great state of Florida. We never have too many Smarty Awards. Um, for Ron DeSantis. So uh, Ron DeSantis had a lot to say today about Marxism and how it's a trend, a growing trend in the Western Hemisphere and how it's really scary that Marxism is taking over America and other Western countries as much as it is. I want you to hear Governor Ron DeSantis on what's the recent election in Colombia. Check this out. I just want to say for on, on behalf of the people of Florida, we watched the election results down in Colombia and we have a lot of great Colombian Americans here in our state who were very concerned uh, about what was going on. And I think the results of that election were, have been very, very troubling uh, for people that believe in freedom in the Western Hemisphere uh, to elect a, a former narco-terrorist and a Marxist uh, to, to lead Colombia is going to be disastrous. And so we've stood with the people uh, here in Florida that have ties 
to Colombia. We've had a great relationship with Colombia as a state. Uh, we were all hoping that the outcome would be different, uh, but we've got a problem in the Western Hemisphere uh, with Marxism and totalitarianism uh, really spreading. I mean, we thought, you know, 25 years ago, the Cold War and all this stuff, and it just keeps rearing its head. Uh, so uh, we'll continue to stand uh, with the people uh, of Florida here who are passionate about freedom in the Western Hemisphere, particularly in Colombia, uh, but, but very, very disappointing and very, very troubling result in that election. You know what I love about Ron DeSantis is he is he's actually working more with foreign uh, relations and foreign policy than Joe Biden ever thought of in his entire life. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a future president of the United States, and it is also the recipient of our Smarty Award today. Ladies and gentlemen, the Smarty Award of the day today here on Live from America goes to Governor Ron DeSantis of Florida. That guy is is, is truly a rising star. Folks, that's going to do it for Live from America. God bless you and thank you for joining in tonight. Remember, folks, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Visit JeremyHarrell.com if you want to help out in any way or just to sign up for our newsletter. God bless each and every one of you. Have a great night. I'll see you tomorrow. And remember, keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face and keep spreading that gospel. God bless each and every one of you. Peace out. Have a good night. See you later. Stop screaming that we first in America